This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hi guys, welcome back to another new episode of Unite Therapy and welcome back to a new year. It's 2022. And we are starting off the year with a conversation that is not about New Year's resolutions because I told you back in December I wasn't going to do that, but we are going to talk about some things that come up when we come into a new year and we think about what we want our lives to look like and what we want to look like and what our goals are. And to have that conversation, I thought maybe I don't want to talk to myself because I already did that in December. And so I said, why don't I bring back an old pal of the podcast, Miss Hannah Ellis. Welcome. <laughs> the, crowd the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Are you just taking a deep breath? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is that weird? No, that's great. I hope that translates. No. It's the screaming crowd. No, that's great. I don't know what if we can put in a, the button that just does that. But before we were talking, we, you did the big deep breath earlier, like an hour ago. Oh, yeah. So I was like, is she doing that? I don't know what we're doing. That's a different one. That's okay. totally different. I'm sorry. All right. Well, we have Hannah back. She was here October of 2020, but the episode was What is Healthy Skin? We talked about oh, yeah. um, skincare and all that comes with that and the feelings and thoughts that come with wanting to look a certain way. And I will say you've come quite a long way in your business ventures. Oh my God. Yeah. So back when you were here the first time, you were working at a one place and yeah now, I was still an employee and then I went out on my own yeah I just had one little treatment room and now I have employees I was gonna and say like, now a whole you have space. employees I have a lobby I have a like a sign with my name on it it's weird that's awesome though yeah it is a little scary when you like it's scary because it's still so new it's well, a good thing we it's have come. scary when it's not new yeah. too just to give you that um, okay, exciting yeah. piece okay, of information cool. great <laughs> so much to look forward to no it's it is it's freaky but yeah. it's good so obviously we're going to talk about you and what you do and how you're good at what you do mm, but thanks. in that conversation as well I want to talk about what comes with doing what you do so there's a certain thing that comes with being a therapist that we'll we'll talk about as well expectations and feelings and thoughts especially when people present their goals to you or to me but you work in skincare so what I think is really cool a good opportunity for us is to talk about the thoughts and the feelings and the like internal battles that come with helping people achieve their goals when it comes to essentially what their face looks like yeah that's a little weird it's, right it's super weird there's so much that goes into it it's not just like a one one size fits all here slap right. this cleanser on it and we'll make it all better yeah. it's a lot when you started as a baby esthetician what did you want to do I always knew that I was not a spa facial 
lady i always knew i didn't want to do the generic this is gonna sound dirty but it's not that dirty um like the generic like steam and cream and like don't talk to anybody about what i'm doing to their face i always knew that i i just felt like nashville specifically needed a place that got people results but was also like nurturing and relaxing and like a safe place to come um take care of yourself there's a, a lot of offices that do skin and there's a lot of spas and there's a lot of like super super medical and a super super like only relaxing and I want I thought there's got to be like some place in between mm-hmm. and I think I went back to school literally knowing that I wanted to be that in between where you can come and feel loved on and treated but also like get results and get some like literacy about your body about your skin just like overall how to take care of of you well you're like doing skin therapy it sounds like it is kind of like that right yeah um, <laughs> yeah I did not I mean obviously knowing I wanted to help people it was funny like in my first year learning that like people are going to come to you with their like problems though and yeah. I was like oh my god wait like I I know like science and I know empathy but like people are really dropping energy on you and insecurities and Mm -hmm. things that like I never even thought about and what I started to like internalize be like should I be worrying about that too and I think that's kind of like what we wanted to talk about I don't know maybe I'm jumping ahead no you're not I'm sorry no I'm just getting excited as you're saying that because when people come to you Mm -hmm. they're coming with a let's say outward facing problem something some imperfection with their skin sure which translates to an internal battle and struggle yeah because i know i think i've told i did have i have told you this i've been on accutane twice Mm -hmm. so if anybody doesn't know what that is very serious drug rough wreaks havoc on your body yeah your skin will be affected by the fact that you did accutane like for the rest of your life yeah and i have extremely sensitive skin now yes that's how it works yes and not to mention that it has some psychological mental health effects. On, oh, like on totally. You, as well. you can have yeah. acne, PTSD is. Well, the so drug, real. I think, was a, caused a significant amount oh, of depression, yeah. I too. To, yeah. Oh, there's, I mean, you like have to be on birth control. Yeah. The, it's, an, it's a toxic level of vitamin A that they put into your body that literally shuts down your sebaceous glands, your oil glands. I don't know if you all I had no idea what it was doing. But that's how yeah. it works, essentially. It's, it's literally just vitamin A, but it's just to a level that like it just. just stops the oil production entirely which is like while your lips peel oh my and why face you can literally so burn just dry. from like sitting in your car for three minutes like get a sunburn you know what i yeah. mean it's crazy and it's why your skin is like just delicate from there on out because you've affected your oil glands to like that level that you don't have that protection oil is the protectant which yeah. i did learn anyway, from you to really go off about yeah that. well sorry so even bringing that up is because i thought to myself like literally had this thought in high school when I go on Accutane and my skin becomes clear, mm-hmm. I'm going to like get all the things that I want. Yeah. I'm going to be happy. Now, the issue with that is it costs a significant level of depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because of the how the drug works, I don't know all, but it is a huge side effect. And so that's kind of like a picture I think of what some people come to you saying, like if we fix this thing that is, I'm very insecure about. Yeah. And it can be from like full-fledged acne to like rosacea, something yeah. that... I would probably not even really notice in somebody, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they notice it every day, and they think people notice it. And so they come to you, and they're like, "We, I, I need to look differently yeah. so I can have the life I want. Sure. And I'm exaggerating a little bit. Yeah, because, I mean, most of the time, someone isn't going to come to me and say, like, well, if say you... That, yeah. yeah. I would say the most extreme version of that is like when people come in for wedding prep, which I do love doing. I do wedding prep all the time. I start my brides six months before on a regimen, on treatment plan. But like, it's really the only time that I have like a a real timeline. Like obviously I want to get people results as quickly and as best as possible, right? But I, when I start six months, I'm like, okay, so they like have to be, they want to be clear for their wedding. They want to be bright and even and zero texture. And like we talked about this before, they want to like look like glass, porcelain. And I like totally understand why they want to feel beautiful that day. Mm -hmm. It's actually so much deeper. Like they just Mm -hmm. really want to feel beautiful that day and not worry about their skin. They need, they'd be worried about a million other things, right? Mm -hmm. I had two zits on my wedding day. It was great. 
it's fine. <laughs> I'll never forget it, but that's because I'm yeah. crazy about skin and I will literally never forget. I can't believe it. I rarely break out and I had two huge zits on my wedding day. And you still had a great and day. guess what? It was the best day ever. Right. Yeah. But I think that that even, like, that the fact that you even, like, remember that. And, yeah, like, it's weird that's that I remember that's people have. Sad. Yeah. Why do I care about that? I do. Well, I think we care about that because of, I think, what we, we don't see that shown to us. We don't see somebody looking beautiful and having acne. We don't see, because somebody's covering up that or they're not posting that picture. Makeup, Photoshop, you know it's all gonna be like airbrushed. I know that even when I'm treating my brides. I'm yeah. like, you know, I mean like, it's still, you're, the pictures are gonna be great. You're gonna look good. They're it's, gonna take all of this yeah. out. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I don't like get them clear. Yeah. I love wedding prep, but um, that is one of the scariest ones when they come in and there is like a, a deadline on yeah. like the work we're going to do. But it's so much more than that when other clients come in. I mean, that is a very clear, like, I want this for this date. But with other clients, it's like they're coming in and talking about what the issue is that's presenting, but what they really want solved is so much deeper. And it's kind of like not being said, but it's definitely being felt. Yeah. Like this needs to be fixed and I can tell you're insecure about it. You're sad about it. You feel dirty or Mm -hmm. insecure or not beautiful or not lovable. I mean, it goes so deep. So something that I've even battled with is there's part of that that that's like there's nothing wrong with that like you want to feel good and you want to feel good in your skin you want to look at yourself and be able to say like I love what I'm looking back at Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. there's a part of that that like that's a normal desire to be able to look at your skin and be like oh like I'm not ashamed of this I resonate with that too I don't want to wake up in the morning and be like oh how much extra time do I have to spend covering up this zit or this like splotchy area like I just want to I think everybody wants to just like wake up and go and feel great so I totally understand Mm -hmm. it I do that for me and I I also do that for like 200 clients yeah and then you're like whoa that is a normal healthy desire to have yeah there's an, an essence of part of that that comes from the beauty standards put upon us from a industry that makes billions of dollars off of us wanting to look like we have no imperfections oh yeah so part of that is like what i like wrestle with this daily of like i love makeup and i love this and i want i was just talking about Haley bieber's skin and like literally just pulled up a picture of her and you're like but she's so beautiful look how does she do that and i I was like "Mm, girl i know and i think doesn't she have like a skincare line or a beauty line or a makeup line it's in the works for sure there's a trademark somewhere i'm sure i don't know okay so there's this part that's like we are conditioned to want this unrealistic thing and there's a part that's like oh is that bad? I guess oh. I wrestle with like, yeah. how do we draw the line between like wanting, I don't even know how to ask this question. Are you asking like, I, I want like good and healthy skin. I want to feel beautiful. Yeah. How do I go about that without like dipping into like toxic behavior yeah. or toxic thoughts or yes. like how, how deep does it go until you're like, now this is unhealthy. Now it's like a weird obsession. Now you have um, like crazy expectations or something. Yes, because what I have learned from you, even you just saying like oil is how your face protects itself or something mm, like that. I know you're probably afraid of oil. Right. Yeah. It's like, like oh my God, I, I that can't used to use be oil, bad. break out like, oil bad. Yeah. Well, like I don't want oily skin. Oil on my skin is bad. Like, but really like if your face is producing oil, that means that your skin is probably somewhat healthy in a, in a sense. So like mm-hmm. draw Absolutely. the line between like, I want to look this way because I want to fit in in the world and I want to feel beautiful in the world that I live in because mm-hmm. this is the world in the culture that I live in. And like, how do you draw the line between like, I want healthy skin and that's Haley Bieber skin when like, I don't even know if her skin is healthy. But now, now that I associate those things together, so I want my skin to look like porcelain mm. and you know that that necessarily doesn't mean it's healthy. No. Just like in my perspective of like, I have clients that come in and are like, want to take care of their bodies and they're like I want to be healthy and they think that being healthy looks like a certain size like a, yeah. a, a certain weight when really that has nothing to do with somebody's health there's so many other factors and somebody could be 10 sizes bigger than your in quotes ideal size but they're perfectly healthy totally so what do you do with that information what do you do with clients that come in like that the first thing is like I try to teach people what healthy skin is 
I still have clients who have been coming to me for a year and like their skin is healthy, but they come in and I'm like, how's your skin been? Any issues or whatever? When they're like, well, I got this pimple. So something's not right here. So something is, and they want to dissect it. They want to accuse themselves that they ate ice cream three nights ago. They're like, and of course I got, I woke up with a pimple the next day and I'm like, that's scientifically not how it works. (laughs) Actually, really isn't. Like, it can't happen that fast, and they're blaming themselves, and so that's where it starts to feel negative and toxic, and it gets heavy in the room for the provider, me, where they are saying, well, I got this pimple, and then they start, like, all the self-blame, bad talk about themselves, and they're looking at me, like, fix it because this is bad and I'm like I mean like I I mean I'm always trying to remind them like oh good because our skin is an excretory system like it is designed to get rid of toxic waste sweat dirt debris oil that's why we have pores like it literally like secretes things so like you're probably gonna get a pimple every now and then see even I'm trying to like think of reasons as to like why you might get a pimple so that you all can like rationalize the pimple but like we don't need to rationalize the pimple it just it exists it is (laughs) it's like a nice quote is like normalized pores now it's rationalized <laughs> you don't need to rationalize the pimple don't i don't even know if that makes sense it but it felt right but that's like i said this i did a um episode in december of like 15 things i learned from being a therapist mm. and one of them was like somewhere along the lines of like you don't need to know the why behind everything like you don't need to understand everything some things just are and that's it period right and that goes for like a single zit that you get or a little just anything that you might not want to see does that mean that we can't like work towards like how to get you consistently clear is the one pimple touching on the fact that you used to have a lot and so it kind of brings up this fear Mm -hmm. like oh my god what if this doesn't stop that's what it's really about right Mm -hmm. like this person used to have acne or something we'll just use that as an example that like it could be for lack of a better word, I hope this word isn't overused, but it's just like triggering to get a pimple to think I remember the day that I got one and then I got like five and then I got like 10 and then it was like two years before I could get clear again. I think that just it's a control thing. As you were saying that, and I'm going back to the ice cream, it's like we want to mm-hmm. diagnose this problem, yeah. but like maybe there's no problem. And now we're yep. demonizing ice cream. Oh, yeah. And now, now you now can't we're... eat dairy anymore. No. Oh my because god. I want to have healthy skin and to have healthy skin I can't eat dairy. And it's like, wait a second. Did you enjoy the ice cream? Yeah, it, it was so good. It was maybe it was like homemade oh ice my cream god. or something. Did or it like, spark joy? I always say serotonin yeah. makes your skin glow. If there's there a what? <laughs> serotonin makes your skin glow. Yes, so we need that. Happiness, joy. We can't be like void of pizza and, and ice cream. Right. It Unless you're literally allergic to those things. Yes. Some people are. But I saw somebody one time and I will say, I think my skin looks healthy. Looking good, good. Thank you. And I think that I had maybe, I don't know what it was. I have actually no idea because I didn't think there was an issue. But I remember somebody telling to me, an esthetician saying to me, oh, that's probably like a gluten dairy thing. That's what that stuff does to your skin. And I was like, you don't know who you're talking to. If your esthetician ever says that to you, run, because she's practicing outside of her scope. Is that person also have like a nutritionist degree or whatever (laughs) that is? Because that is literally, I, we don't talk about food in my office. I refer to like natural nutrition partners or like I see estheticians promoting like restrictive diets all the time. No dairy, no sugar, no nothing. There's no science behind that actually some people can like what is it correlation does not yeah, equal causation. causation um some people have said like oh i i don't even want to say what what you could you've you've seen it on the gram you've seen yeah. it on the google um the things that people do that they might restrict from their diet and then maybe it resulted in something but it could have literally been a million other things yeah um and so i don't talk about that i don't talk about diet when clients say to me like oh this happened because i like eliminated something i will say that's great i think we should stick with this treatment and this like product routine at home that is right for you and your condition and you should talk to your like therapist or your nutritionist about that because that's their job 
Right. Thank you. It kind of freaks me out. Yeah. To, to talk about. I even feel like I was dancing around well, some of those things. I think I'm we sorry. have to because we are not. I'm not either. I'm not. I'm not a dietitian, so I'm not licensed and have the information to be able to speak to that. And there is truth and there is validity to the fact that like some people are allergic to foods and some foods affect sure. people of certain yeah. way. And looking at somebody and saying, oh, that's gluten. One, you don't know who you're talking to in no. the sense that I'm ready to fight when I hear that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, hold me back. But also, hold me back. <laughs> but also, you don't know who you're talking to in the sense that like somebody could take that and run with it yes. and then develop some fear around gluten yes. when like that actually had nothing to do with gluten and maybe yeah. their skin's fine. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I hope this doesn't like take it off the rails, but like the first year being an esthetician, I feel really lucky. I grew up, my mom was so good about food. There's no like diet crazy in my family or just like I didn't have like disordered thoughts around food until I started taking clients as an esthetician. And I started thinking, oh my God, like all these women who I think are beautiful, regardless that they're coming to me for me to help them with their skin, I think they're stunning and they're telling me how they're eating or how they're what they're doing. And it makes me think, oh, I, I've never done that. Should I be doing that? Or like I never thought I never once like thought that like because I had pizza the other day I have a pimple today until so many clients repeated stuff like that that I was like is this true like should I like start feeling guilty while I eat the pizza and be like oh it's okay I'll just figure out what to do with this pimple I'm gonna get in five days or something like that's not true and then I had to do some work on that I had to actually do some work around when clients say things about stuff regarding diet or what they're doing to work out or whatever that like I don't have to carry that for them or I don't have to carry that for yourself can carry that for myself there's no like standard that I also have to live up to just because I'm the professional here and I know how to treat your skin that's what I'm doing that's what I'm here to do and I just I've never heard so many diet culture crazy stuff than when I finally was in yeah. like exchanging energy with so many people on my treatment table that's I hope that's not like a, it doesn't mean I don't love what I do but that's a hard part well, of that's my not job. what you said so you, oh okay sorry <laughs> I'm just making sure don't leave. I don't know but of what I heard though is because I think people think about diet culture and body image issues being like a neck down situation yeah and disordered eating be something that is about my neck down when like disordered eating comes from all over the place it's not just about somebody's stomach or thighs it's it then becomes around like now it's my face but now it's just like fear of like 
because that's what diet culture does. It, it's like these fear mongers that make you afraid of things that are perfectly fine. Yep. And now you're sitting here being like, well, is pizza evil? When you actually don't have any issues. I but never now had you're just the afraid issue. Of- and now I have to like actually ward off those thoughts because they've been spoken to me or at me so many times. Mm-hmm. And I was younger. I didn't have as many boundary practices, you know what I mean, around it. And so I just kind of internalized it and started thinking, oh, my God, those people that have said that heard it somewhere else. Oh, yeah. I mean, so it's, it's like- all over. I say this to people all the time when, when I'm working with them with clients of like when we do timelines we go back to the very beginning of their life because when they were born they didn't have any of these icky thoughts about themselves no. No. we hear them and then we take them on so we aren't just like out of thin air deciding that like dairy is bad for us we hear it and we hear it and we hear it and we hear it and then yeah. we're like okay now it's stuck in my brain mm-hmm. it's bad and these are all of the reasons why mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier off the record like being accused of something you didn't do and like let's say that like you didn't do it and you were like proven innocent it somewhat doesn't matter entirely because once that thought is in people's brains how do you get it out it's it's in there it's soiled i think i said that word earlier it's just like it's just kind of like now i have a visual of something i would have never thought of yeah so you can't unsee or unhear it yeah so when somebody comes into your treatment room yep and they're like i need my face to look this way because this is what i'm taught i can't unsee i'm gonna keep going with Haley bieber i can't unsee her face no so is the solution to like have more diversity in what we see because Mm. when i'm seeing people who are on the covers of skincare or makeup or literally anything it could be like a kohl's ad their face looks like porcelain Mm -hmm. when you see Oh no, I'm where are you think, going? Where are we going I with this? Had a flashback of, <laughs> uh, I had a flashback of the proactive commercial. Oh yeah, here we go. With like Katy Perry or something was oh, on them. Yeah. And like, this is not funny, but I'm just like, the fact that I'm thinking about the proactive commercials, but like she had breakouts, but you would never know. And the only reason you knew is because they took some picture of her and like zoomed in really close on it and to show you that, but Mm -hmm. you would never see any other picture of her looking like that except the proactive commercial that wanted you to see it before and after. Right. So it feels like we can't normalize that. It feels like we can start normalizing all kinds of bodies, but that seems harder. I mean, this is where, like, it's just so internalized that, like, bad skin is dirty or gross. Pimples are unsightly and, you know, like, it's only for teenagers and Mm -hmm. there's something wrong with you. Like, also, I don't mean to only talk about acne. I just feel like it's, like, one of the most presenting things. Um, There's obviously, there's things with pigment. There's things with inflammation and, like, intense redness and stuff. But uh, I just think acne is easy to talk about because everyone can, everyone's had, like, a pimple, maybe. But, I mean, you're you're talking about Hailey Bieber. You're talking about Katy Perry. These people are, like, filtered all the time. And the, like, makeup has gotten so good. And cameras have gotten so good. Lighting is so great like i don't know have we seen a real picture of Haley beebs probably not i mean and even like when she's on her stories or something like it's filtered filtered. i mean she also has access and the Mm -hmm. finances to have the whole squad she's probably getting facials like bi-weekly she's on a prescribed routine regardless of whatever her own company might be kylie jenner is not using kylie's skin i promise you that (laughs) Mm-mm, that's not what's Does on her counter. Does she have a skincare line? She has a skincare line. Don't use it. It's trash. Well, I'm sure she's not Pretty using bad. it. No, she's not. There's no way. Okay. But that fires me up because because oh. she's, sell- she's selling us a product and saying, if you want to look like me. Yeah. But that product didn't make her look like that. So she's... We all talked about the olive oil with J-Lo, right? Like no? she J-Lo... What? Oh, we didn't talk about it. But J-Lo also like infamously like last year or maybe earlier this year came out with her own skincare line. And she said the secret to her beautiful skin, which is su- like super true, a yeah. beautiful woman, is that she uses olive oil. And I mean, the in the skincare industry, like the memes about the olive oil. Is it is- true, though? That's what her line is like based in. So she has like olive oil in like all of her, all of the products in her. But she doesn't use her skincare line. There's no chance in hell, if I'm allowed to say that, that this (laughs) woman's secret to her healthy skin is Is extra virgin olive oil on her face. 
that's not no she became famous when she was what age she was actually like under the age of 20 yeah and made a ton of money and has had professional help her entire life not to mention she is a woman of color and they just notoriously have better skin they mm-hmm. age so well they just she's she's genetically predisposed to just be beautiful forever <laughs> And we love that for her. We do. We but, like lift her it's up. It's like it's not a bad that's thing. That's so frustrating because like as a woman, and that's just where I struggle though. Because as a female, I also there's part of me that's like you shouldn't say this, but it's like I yeah. want to look like J Lo. Who doesn't? I do. But then I it, I'm like, am I being sucked into diet culture and uh, and, beauty, and standards, beauty standards? And should I be like screw that? But also it's like she she is. I'm gonna say this, and I don't know if it's true, but like objectively beautiful. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not an opinion. <laughs> yeah i think i think literally almost anyone would be like yeah she's yes so everything and this is something i want to talk about and this is cat the human that take the therapist cat away from here this is just cat the human where i have botox in my face oh you got a little bobo yeah nice uh okay so we can talk about this i have botox in my face i have what's it called when you get your eyebrows tattooed uh microblading (laughs) i've gotten my eyebrows microbladed like yeah i go get facials like i will buy you know i'll buy whatever product you give me and so i actually side note have started using um the Ilya brand makeup i don't know if that's how i say it skin tint that like stuff all of their stuff oh you like so fun like the multi do you not like it we'll talk about later it's fine okay no it's not bad it's not it's not bad okay what i just like I love that kind of stuff. Like, I love to go into Sephora and look at stuff. Like, I love... So it's like, ah, is that okay for me to do? Where do we draw the line of, like, how far we're willing to go? And, like... For beauty? For beauty. For feeling good about yourself? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, why do I have to have no wrinkles in my forehead to mm. look at my forehead and be like, it looks good today? Mm. That's the question. I'm therapizing myself. Yeah, I humanly i feel like i'm listening to this i'm trying to like step back from this conversation and i also i feel like what you're also hearing and i'm talking to like the audience is like you're actually listening to two women like who are actively in this field and are also still confused and are also still dealing with their own beauty shit as well Uh, yeah because i i mean i genuinely you're right earlier do we need more diversity in like ads and stuff yes and i have actually seen there's like new like woke brands I really feel like that are going above and beyond to like actually not airbrush skin and I love it when I see it but I don't know I can only hope that one day that's the norm just like I would hope that you could see a black person in more commercials or people of color in anything all the time and not just white people I love that but I don't know is it really going to take the like not airbrush thing because people really see it and they go ugh gross but if we saw it all the time i don't think we would see exactly and also wouldn't that when you go stand in front of the mirror and first thing in the morning and you if you saw like a blemish or two would you be able to stop thinking like this is a problem and Mm -hmm. i need it fixed or there's something wrong with me i'm gross like all like the all the negative feelings associated with that also start to like dissipate it sounds like it's a mixture between education and exposure yes so education people don't understand what it really means to have a blemish so it's like ooh, gross dirty i think that's true or like something's wrong with me i have yeah. rosacea because i'm allergic to gluten and i keep eating it it's like are you really allergic to it like it's an education yeah. thing well you ever that's not why well right but, right right yeah, yeah. right yeah i was just <laughs> making not, that up to do yeah, i was just making that up but okay. so it's education and then it's exposure of if i saw pictures of um the the standards of beauty in celebrity world mm-hmm whose skin looked like mine did Mm -hmm. i don't think i would be like something's wrong with me or i'll never or they're better than me and so it's a and it's just to me feels very um defeating because it feels like an endless cycle like i've stopped using on my like a year or two a year ago on my instagram stories i used to put that smooth filter over Mm -hmm. my face it was Mm -hmm. probably after our conversation yeah i don't know i don't do that so I don't look back at old videos and think like, why does my skin not look as good? Well, because yep. that's really what my skin looks like. And I just think it looks like it looks, which I think oh, it looks you good. you had the, like, the opposite problem where like you were looking back at your filtered photos and then looking at yourself that day in the mirror being like, yes. why don't I look like that? And you literally forgot that you had like that perfect yes. perfecting filter yes. on yourself. And yes. you might've been wearing a ton of makeup because you were like at a wedding or you know what I mean? Yes. Like you're looking at a picture where you're like all dolled up and like done. Right. And that's so I, not, well, that's actually been very 
helpful for me to not demonize things about myself yes. because I'm like, I'm not comparing it to something that's not real. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. the exposure, just like body image work, the more I see my body, the way it like really wants to look, yeah. the more I'm like, you look like, pr- I'm pretty proud of you, girl. Yeah. Like, I'm not comparing it to a sick body. Mm-hmm. So I'm also not comparing my face to a filtered. Sure. Can I ask? Yeah. So I'm not against Botox or anything, but like, why? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to like. Did you do it because like other people were doing it? I never thought that I was ever going to get Botox, Mm -hmm. which is so interesting. But that also had a crazy stigma for a while until they started marketing to like younger people. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I just was like, oh, I guess in my head, I'm like, I'm never going to need Botox because I never imagined myself being over 30. That just mm. seems so far away to Yeah, me. you're like, no, that's like 10 years away. Right, and I'm like, like oh, 32. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think when I turned 30, you're supposed to get it before 30, they say, preventative. But I'm mm. like, preventing what? Preventing wrinkles. Okay, why am I preventing the wrinkles? Mm. Why are wrinkles bad? So that's where I'm in because yeah. I really do like what my face looks like when it, there's Botox in Yeah, it. yeah. But I'm like, is this diet culture sucking me in? Or like, can I just like this? Can I just have an opinion? And it's not based off of J-Lo. It's based off of my face. Yeah. I mean, we are just so marketed to that I would love to get to a place where like my only opinions about my body and my skin and my hair and my nails. I would love that those were only created by me, but... I don't think think we'll ever get there. Yeah. But as I'm thinking about this... I did not plan to talk about me and my. <laughs> I didn't mean to like. No, no. I didn't mean no, to just. I I think the Botox conversation is actually so great because I've dabbled in it and a lot of people do and I am such a proponent mm-hmm. of like I want everyone to do what they right. what makes you feel beautiful and confident. Go for it. Are you like a red lip girl? You right. love like some girls like never leave the house without a red lip. I have a friend who just like literally it's the it's her look and I love it and she loves it. But if I wear lipstick, it's all over my face and my teeth and in my water bottle. And I, I just I can't like ugh, I don't like it on my face. I hate how it feels. It's just not for me. Everybody has like their thing. And I don't think it's a security blanket for my friend, but yeah. I definitely think she just loves how she looks and she doesn't have to she knows that but she loves it so go for it like that's good for you girl you know what i mean like do what makes you feel beautiful facials cool no facials cool hold on i'm gonna interrupt you i'm sorry i have to say this no because what you're saying is i think the essence of what i want us to get to is And this is hard because what beauty and diet culture have done, I've talked about this before, is they hijack things that are okay. And then they take them and they use them against us. And then we feel like we can't have them anymore. Like diet culture, I always say hijacked kale. It's like it hijacks like foods and it makes them part of diet culture. And then you feel like you're engaging in diet culture if you eat a kale salad. Yeah, there's no such thing as a superfood, just super marketing. Right, right. Around food. But like I'm allowed to just like kale and it doesn't mean I'm engaging in diet culture. No, it can also be delicious. Same thing, I think, with red lipstick, with Botox, with I love... This is what sucks me in. If I'm going to be on TikTok, this is what's sucking me in. Mm -hmm. And I'm never going to do it myself. But the makeup transformations, I think, are so freaking cool. Yeah. I think that that's like an art. It is. It's insane to me. I love it. I don't have enough energy to actually do that to my own face. And I don't really care. Even if I tried, it would just look like a three-year-old, like, went to town. (laughs) But if that's what you love, if you love, like, the, like, wild eyeshadow and, like, all that... Go for it. If that's what makes you feel, you're allowed to want to look and feel beautiful. So if Botox helps me look in the mirror and say, oh, I like what I look like, Mm -hmm. that's okay. Yes. And I think the issue here is us identifying what it is that actually makes us feel beautiful, why that is, and maybe how far we're willing to go to get that thing. So if I'm like skipping work because i can't leave house my house without a full face of makeup Mm. maybe there's an issue there maybe we've taken it too far right yeah if i'm spending millions of dollars on removing my pores from my face i don't think you can do that no maybe that's an issue if i'm going to debt to get botox maybe that's an issue right but we are allowed to want to feel beautiful and we all deserve to feel beautiful yes it's really just instilling 
confidence and i think you're so right about like the education factor because i do think that's what like not to just like pat myself on the back but i knew from the start becoming an esthetician that what makes me feel more powerful and confident is knowledge and so i've always felt like the mystery facials that i've gotten from other estheticians where they just don't tell you anything and it's nice and it's relaxing that's great that could be a nice cute self-care moment but i didn't learn anything about myself Mm -hmm. i didn't learn anything about my body i didn't learn like how can i make this better that's like the knowledge is what gives people power Mm -hmm. and i think that that's what i do in my practice is we start with that consultation first like i don't even touch you that day like Mm -hmm. we talk about your skin i educate you on the condition your skin is in and i educate you on like what we're going to use to treat it fix it when it comes to treatments and when it comes to like what you're using at home and then six weeks later you come in for your first treatment because your skin is now prepped for what we do in the office Mm -hmm. that is kind of giving people that knowledge is also where i find a deeper connection with my clients because they're like oh I can there's like real reasons why these things are happening whether it's external factors or internal factors and we can have a plan and and then having that knowledge around that keeps you motivated to use Mm -hmm. what we've prescribed and it keeps you motivated that we're taking action on this I'm not a victim of like what I'm seeing in the mirror I am in control, there's a plan, and these things are okay. And you just kind of like, like understanding why acne is caused or why pick certain like pigmentation, like melasma or sun damage, like why splotchy redness happens. Understanding why sometimes mm-hmm. is important, mm-hmm. but also the why could teach you to not have to need the why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did we talk about, am I like, like, did we talk about, like, not wanting to dissect every single pimple? Yes. But, like, understanding acne can also make you stop questioning it and feeling like such a victim to it all the time. Right. No, that's full circle, because we talked about it in the beginning. Because we're yeah. saying, like, you said you don't have to rationalize the pimple. You don't have to, like, find a reason yeah. for every single, one single pimple that has been caused or one little breakout, even if it's, like, a little cluster of two or three. That can feel triggering. That can feel scary. Like, am I losing control? Is this going to get bad again? Am I going to have to go back underground and, like, never go see my friends or go on a date mm-hmm. ever again? You know what I mean? That's like your body working out what it needs to work out. Yeah, it that like but that's what like the education is the power there is like mm-hmm. actually teaching you why this is happening at that first consultation mm-hmm. so that you can go back to your life and feel like nope, that's in like we have a plan here. We're going to we're yeah. good. We're and good. Yeah, it's okay. there's so much I mean there's parallels to that everywhere of like if you've struggled with an eating disorder, disordered eating, and you get, I mean, you get really anxious around certain foods, and then you go to therapy and you figure out like why, like where that came from. Mm-hmm. Then when you get really anxious around a meal or a meal time, you don't have to like never go to meals in public. You don't have to like hide in your room and not eat in front of people. You don't have to do. You learn where that comes from, and then you can like ride out that anxiety. Right. And you don't have to demonize it. You're like, oh, I get this. This is yeah. just. This is whatever. So. I hope I hope that when I earlier was like making fun of people who want to like dissect every pimple, I actually allow space for that because I do think that like you need to talk it out. This person is like freaking out internally. But maybe nothing's wrong with you. Yeah, it's just it's my job to be like, okay, guess what? A nice reminder that like skin gets blemishes. The sun affects us. We get Mm -hmm. pigmentation. Here's what we're doing to control that. It's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. We're going to take care of it. And I think it's a deeper conversation around like that education, knowledge is power and being exposed to a pimple and not dying. Yes. And then and then the like the what we're being exposed to online in the world, everywhere we go, the comparison, that is something we all just have to like monitor managing expectations around like what's real, what's not real trying not to get caught up in like filters mm-hmm. and remembering that like what you're seeing might not be exactly like the whole truth it might be like thousands of dollars and effort and time mm-hmm. of professionals and cameras and lighting yeah. and you know what i mean yeah. like it could i well i had a i was talking to i don't know if it was on i think it was on amy's podcast my friend amy i think it was on one of her um fifth thing tuesday episodes that i was on we were talking about lighting when you're filming something on your phone and like 
how if you're in your car, if you put your uh, visor light on, she was like, is that bad that I like like to do that? And I was like, no, because now, we're, again, we're going back to this whole idea that we are demonizing wanting to look and feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. We just have to like know when then maybe we're in our house and we're filming something and we're like, why don't we look this way anymore? It's because you had your visor light down. It's not because you now are disgusting and nobody's going to want to see your face anymore. Yeah. It's just that you have different lighting. So yeah. as much as we need to remind ourselves when other people, when we're seeing other people of like, they probably have a professional team. We have to remind ourselves that like, I had a ring light when I took that picture and totally. now I'm just like in my bathroom with yeah. these fluorescent light bulbs. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Don't you do car talks? Yes. Everybody looks good in the car. <laughs> Every selfie I've ever taken in my driver's seat, fire. I look good. Yes, but but you if go I open bathroom? up, if I open up my like front facing camera while I'm like on the couch, it's yeah. dear God. Yeah. Yes. Who is she? Yeah. Who is that? <laughs> I'm just kidding because the truth is, I mean, like lighting is everything, honestly. But yeah. uh, I mean, I'm glad we don't use as many filters. I I still, as a professional, that's just kind of my motto. Like, I don't really filter my stories. Well, how fake marketing would that be if you did that? I know, but also sometimes I'm like, but this filter is so fun. Yeah, there's like music in the background and like colors are flashing. But I'm yeah. like, it just happens to also have that like um, smooth this face, thing. which is so bad. But like, I'm like, oh, sometimes I want to use this, but I will like kind of say that. Or if I do like a whole series of like if I do like four stories in a row that have a filter on it, I'll mm-hmm. usually post like a real photo of myself. Like in that moment, just oh, by the way, that was a filter. Just this is well, just letting people know. Yeah, hey, that was a filter. Yeah, because most people don't. We don't see that. Yeah. <sighs> also, or just I could let people know more too. Like, also, I was wearing makeup here, or also I've been doing the same skincare routine for like years, and so this level of maintenance is like I have pretty healthy skin at this point, and I know how to handle like issues that arise. I'm sure you you get this is when people ask like what we we talked about this before what do you use? And then they think that if I use what mm-hmm. Hannah uses, my face will look like that. That's like, that's like asking JLo, what do you use? It's like, oh, you think that because you, you let's say you did use what JLo used. Yeah. Still doesn't mean that you're going to look like that. Just yeah. like asking a, a trainer or somebody that you see and you're like, I want to have their body, asking them what they eat in a day. You mm-hmm. might eat that and look completely different. You might do that same workout and look completely different because our bodies just yeah. are different. Influencers, professionals, 
anybody like I really feel like people who are like here's what I use like that's sales sometimes I'll like want to highlight a product because I want to be educational around it or something but I don't necessarily like say like whether how much or how often I use this exact thing I have a solid routine and so do all my clients but I rarely prescribe like what I use for other people because everyone's skin is different and if I were just just up on my Instagram all the time being like here's my routine this morning like that's not because I just want to show you that's because people want to sell things to you Mm -hmm. this goes for like influencers estheticians professionals doctors people with authority that are also selling um i saw this quote one time and i just thought it was so i was like ooh, a zinger be careful with those who have all the answers they're trying to sell you something mm-hmm. where is that from i don't know i just had it on my ins- i oh. like posted it it was like i read it somewhere and then i used it in one of my posts because i wanted to talk about i wanted to actually like promise my clients like i'm never going to be like here's my routine because my routine has nothing to do with you Trust me, I know how to get you healthy skin, but it's going to look like what healthy skin is for you, not mine. You're not getting my skin. You're getting your version of healthy skin. But also and it's always going to be different. I freaking love that. I don't know why I'm like emotional about that quote, but like that speaks to how everywhere. like somebody doesn't just call you and then you're like, OK, buy this, 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 this and this. You make them come in. Yeah. And you have a conversation. You look at their skin. Then like there's an experimentation phase where like you have to try things and like, maybe always, that doesn't work. And yes. then maybe we have to do this. You know this. Yes. I don't always get it right because I mean, I have all of the formulation knowledge and I have experience knowledge with like how this ingredient works on skin. Lots of different types of skin because I have lots of different types of clients. But when I meet someone I can do a full and thorough analysis and still get it wrong once or twice. But that just causes me to make like a couple tweaks and then we can usually figure it out. Just takes patience. Yes. But that I think is the same thing. I've talked to people who do hair and I'm like, do you you ever just like sit there and you're like, I wonder what's going to happen when I like wash their hair and dry? Because sometimes you you don't know. You ever see your hairstylist like open up the foil and like with the eyes, they'd make like, I'm like, "Mm, there's something going on internally. Like they're thinking. About what do I need to do next? Because sometimes. Is it lifting? Is it orange? Is it falling off? Like you never know. Did that toner just like turn it green instead of, yeah, I know that there's like, they're doing like crazy math in their head. Right. Yeah. So they know what they're doing, but also there's an essence of like, oh, I might need to add this or maybe you need to come in next time and then we'll do this part to... Mm -hmm. I've changed my hair color multiple times and it's not just like a exact formulation for every person, just like a therapist. And I have to say this because I feel this all the time. Let's say I have a client who like did really awesome work with me and we got, we did amazing things and they tell their friends and then their friend wants to come see me. Okay. I might not be the right therapist for that friend because I might work really good and know how to do this, but it doesn't mean that you are going to be the, Kat did this with so-and-so and why aren't, why don't I get to do that thing? Or why does she never bring out the scarves in our session? Or why isn't she ever? And it's like, because there's not one formulation for everybody. And also it's can be trial and error too. It's like, I might have to push you a little farther to get to a certain point or that's why you, Oh my gosh. (laughs) This whole episode is like cat unplugged because then also like you learn in grad school, like different modalities. And there's like this, there's at one point there, there's this one modality and there's like a certain amount of sessions. And in each session you did each thing. And I would get so mad because I'm like, we can't do this because how do we know that this is going to happen in the third session? And what if we need, and that just bothers me because they do that with skin too. Like certain protocols, you'd be like, you're going to need three of these spaced four weeks apart. And I'm like, are you sure? What if it takes, sometimes it takes six. Yeah. right. And then if I promise the client up front, like we only need to do three and then like they get to the third one and they're not seeing the results that they want. And you're a liar. And then I'm a liar or I'm a scammer. I'm taking all your money and it's not working. And I'm like, I'm also panicking. I want results as much as you do. I think that it's like I can have in a certain essence. I know what I'm doing. And part of me knowing what I'm doing is knowing that I'm not always going to have every single answer when every person wants it. And I think that's what makes you a wonderful provider because you are realistic like that. And well, you're also you good. Well, wonderful. it's what makes it's what makes us great. Um, 
But I do think what's scary is like all these people out here, influencer style, using their authority and their license or their career path, whatever their job is, using their authority to say they have all the answers. And I think they can get a ton of sales from that. Good for them. What they're not showing is that every time they sell their exact routine to so-and-so and and also like 40 other people, maybe 35 of them don't see the results that that they are getting, you know, that um, the one person Mm -hmm. is getting. So that is, I just feel like I would rather have less reactions, less issues and prescribe like what's only right for you and not share what I'm using. Uh, Yes. So that's what we started with. What? Now we're back to the original part of what we were talking about. Really? No, I'm saying like we started with you saying like I'm not going to tell you exactly what I did. because yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. But that I was thinking the reason I'm laughing is because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what we started with. And I'm thinking right now of like because it goes back to the quote that you said, like, be careful. The people that have all the answers. They're trying to sell you something. Was that the quote? Yeah, that's the quote. It makes me think of I've talked about this a couple times on here. My disdain towards like dating coaches. Oh my relationship God. coaches and I'm like when did this become such a hot thing that so these people are giving now. universal advice to tell you how you're going to get the life you want and the partner you want and then this and it's like how are they doing if anybody who knows anything about the human condition knows that I can't just tell you how to act so then you're going to get exactly what you want there's too many factors so also, how many about factors. be yourself whoa that's- and also those people are making so much money because they're promising something we all want yeah or that most of us want you're literally touching like the core of like connection is like human yes that's like we literally are all striving for that yes Ooh, what an industry that's i'm glad i'm not that i struggled a long time wondering why does it bother me so much why do dating coaches why do life coaches why do why do some of these things bother me and it's not so much them in general it's the fact that a lot of times when I'm seeing that, I'm seeing things that aren't true. But I'm yeah, also seeing like, things that people are attracted to. And so I'm I know attracted exactly to why what, people are watching this. I know exactly why people are buying into this. Yes. And it feels like they're monetizing like a very human. On somebody's insecurity. Emotion. Yeah. A, a very. Yeah. And if that stuff was like super helpful to everybody Mm -hmm. i would be be like hey maybe like they have something to it and maybe i should be doing some relationship coaching i'm it actually i mean that i've I've always wondered too uh like at what point am i like just like do people think i'm vain because i care about like skin health is it like am i only be like you know what i mean so that's because i am in that world where like i want you to have healthy skin i want you to have maybe less breakouts than you were having so that you can feel confident but how do i do this in a way that like isn't promoting unhealthy image and unhealthy and unrealistic expectations but i think you do that yeah and I, I think but, but that's how i did it was by by maybe like refocusing on what healthy skin actually is what that looks like from person to person and then giving people the like autonomy and body literacy to understand that deeply so that they can carry that with them throughout the day throughout their life week month but isn't the thing that you say like help you achieve the healthiest skin of your life i empower my clients to achieve the healthiest skin of their life i don't and i that is a i thought long and hard about like what 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 do i stand for what do i do and I was like, I don't get people perfect skin. You say there healthy is no, skin of their I life. I say this is the healthy skin of your, the key word being your. your life. This is yours. This is your skin. It's your body. This is what healthy skin is to you. Empowerment culture kind of is weird. So I don't like, like, like the, like empowerment. It has like a whole thing. Well, that's I don't something know that I'm whispering I... into the mic right now. <laughs> but I didn't always love the word empower. Why? Because men don't have to be empowered. They just are. And so I was like, I don't want to use that word. I just like don't want to. Sorry. This I've is a whole other, that, this is like a deeper conversation. Hold on. What's men don't have like empowerment summits. Women do. Why? Men also don't like have as much like beauty standards. I know they do. They and do. it can get super toxic. But I mean, my husband is not being like. I think their issue probably is more along the lines like they're not allowed to care about it. Cause like, oh yeah, it's like you know, too, it's like a masculinity, masculinity too, toxic yeah, masculinity. Yeah, totally. But sorry, the word empower like, there was like I I kind of struggled over it for a minute because I was like I don't want people to think that it's like this big like empowerment. I don't know, but the truth is, is like to me being empowered 
to achieve the healthiest skin of your life is that I help you with my expertise, but I also infuse into you the power to like feel confident and beautiful and have the tools in your arsenal to keep your skin healthy. And that mm. is that I don't know if yeah. that's weird or I, I definitely just wanted to say I did think long and hard about the word empowered because I feel like sometimes it gets used in a weird way. But. Well, I think it gets hijacked just like a lot of things yeah. because the when you said that, I was like, huh? Because when I went to school, we learned so much about how our job is not to fix or do so much as to empower other people to change their own lives. Exactly. And and I love that. I love the word empowered. I've never mm-hmm. thought about it that way. But I think now I'm having some thoughts that it's for another podcast. Yeah, but, we could talk um, about it. <laughs> but it's interesting that you're like, oh, I have this weird thing with it when I'm like, oh, that's just another thing that's hijacked. Guys, we have to stop letting good things be hijacked. I know. Goodness. We do. It's not bad. I, I just, I've heard lots of yeah, conversations can, around empowerment and how it kind of has like a female vibe Yeah, it does and i thought it was important to like think about if this is actually right or not but then what other word do you use if i said i help people achieve the healthiest skin of their life that is mine that's only me i do this and um well i do but i mean (laughs) you're giving people the power to go do it on their own that's like i don't want you can do it on your own with my with professional help with my help and i am not here to tell you that i have all the answers but i do have a lot of them. a lot of I do have a lot of knowledge that I can like infuse into you that helps you with that like whether you yeah. are a client that I see until I'm 60 years old and retire or if I see you for a short stint three months and then you move away or whatever I hope that I empowered you to know that their like healthy skin is achievable with certain tools and a certain mindset and you know what I mean like it's just so much deeper than just like hey I do this treatment come get this and spend money this is my career and I do like have to pay bills so yes like there's money and there's a transaction involved but I hope that I give you more than just that one one day transaction one treatment or one product thing like I really hope that I give you the tools to manage like your expectations and that you feel beautiful and healthy and awesome and amazing, like even outside of your treatments with me. That's what I like really hope. Now, here's the thing. We have to cut this off because I said, we're, I said, I've really been trying to make these episodes about 30 minutes. Here we are. How long is it been? Oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. Um, So there's so much in this. And I think that my, my hope in even having this conversation, especially in the beginning of the year, is to help get us thinking more about the why behind what it is that we're wanting. Yeah. Because maybe you wanting to have skin that looks different isn't bad. It's the why behind that. Mm -hmm. Maybe you wanting Botox isn't bad. It's the why behind that. Maybe you wanting to, whatever it is, like I think the why behind the what is so important and beauty standards in our culture and diet culture as a whole has really messed with our whys and it's convoluted them and it's gotten them a little like muddy and we can't really see and so I think if we take a step back and really sit with what do I want now let's talk about why then we can probably easier better and I would assume even faster sometimes achieve those goals yeah when we're more clear about why we want them so and, and surrounding yourself with like people and providers that kind of embody that practice of giving you the tools outside mm-hmm. of just like making the sale or whatever, mm-hmm. whether it's therapy, estheticians, nurse injectors, mm-hmm. like people who are conscious that like this mm-hmm. isn't just a like a one time thing. This is like how you feel about yourself. Yeah. This is going to like I'm aware when I'm touching faces all day that like this is more than just me touching your face and exfoliating you or whatever. Right. This is how you, you're going to walk away from today feeling a certain way about yourself. And that's so important to me. So that is going to wrap it up for us today. I really hope that you guys could like sit in what we were saying and got something out of it. If you have any questions, whether it's about something I said or something Hannah said, please reach out. You can email me at Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. You also can connect with Hannah. Do you want to shout out your things? Yeah. My email is Hannah Ellis skincare at iCloud.com. 
super easy. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm the Nashville Esthetician. Esthetician is spelled with an A here in Tennessee. So it's A-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-I-A-N. But if you type in the Nashville or Hannah Ellis, like it might pop up. That's easier. Yeah. I'll tag all your stuff in the show notes so people can find you there. So thank you for being here. Obviously, you'll eventually be back because we have more content to talk about. Yeah, I feel like we really, um, like, what's it? The can of worms opened it. We opened it up. It's wide open. open. Gaping. (laughs) All right, guys. I will talk to you guys on Wednesday for Couch Talks. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Okay, bye. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.